Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. So my voice is going to be scratchy today because we are in an intense situation. I am dealing with wildfires in our area. (sighs) I decided to do the show today because I have things to say. (laughs) And doing this helps me process stuff. And I do have some good tips. So this is day 19 of being in wildfire zones. Um, I was not evacuated. I was far enough south of one fire and far enough north of another fire and far enough east of another fire. So as you can imagine, it's a little intense. And, you know... From a metaphysical, big-picture point of view, a lot of things are interesting. I have been able to um, support people and help them and listen to them because if you've been listening to my show for a while, you know that I went through this two years ago where we did get evacuated. They even evacuated my cows, and the fire stopped at my neighbor's place. Yeah. And so it's interesting, of course, because, you know, there's PTSD, of course, that pops up from my area. And then, you know, helping people understand their emotional states and how they're feeling because it's intense. So... Um, The towns were evacuated. My mom was actually evacuated because she didn't want to come to our house in case we got evacuated because we have so many things to do. But So she's been evacuated to a town about three hours west of me, and I haven't seen her for 19 days, and that's hard, really hard. And, you know, they're struggling because the uncertainties and the unknowns, it's hard incredibly hard. And so what I wanted to talk about today is some of the things that I've noticed and seen. So if you end up in this situation, I wanted to give you some tips and tools about it. I mean, I realize I'm still in it, but, you know, I can still share lots of insights so far. Now, when you're in intense crisis, trauma, all that, you still have access to your intuition and your guidance. What can happen, though, is you're so overwhelmed with what is right in front of you that it can be a little more challenging to be able to tune in. And it's not that we don't want to. It's that trusting it is 
can be a little more challenging. This is why we need to practice developing our intuition and tuning in and understanding it with awareness, mindfulness. You knew I was going to preach about mindfulness before we're in crisis, right? Because that way we have this practice going and all the mindfulness teachers will tell you what you practice grows stronger. So do it, right? Figure it out for yourself. Practice your awareness. Practice your mindfulness. So right now, I... So I work for an adult literacy group. I used to work for one in another county, and now I work for one in my own county. And I love them. I love adult literacy. I love helping people figure things out. It's a lot of problem solving. And so through that, we do Mindful Mondays, every second Monday, which, of course, is on hold right now, um, and digital literacy. I'm not a computer expert, but what I am good at is figuring things out and problem solving. And because of that, I was called in to help people because there's a support payment if you were evacuated for seven days in a row. Now, the problem ended up being is that not everybody does online banking and e-transfer situations. And so we had to, or have access to devices. Like, that's just, especially seniors. And so we were called in, and then we saw a huge gap in the situation. And so we advocated to get Alberta supports out here, and it worked. I'll go into detail about that. So if um, anyone else, like if in the future you end up in a situation and you need to know tips and tools on how to get things done, I'll absolutely share that later. So... I feel fortunate, number one, that I was far enough south to not be evacuated, but that I've been through this and I understand what everybody's going through and I can support them in that way. Your brain is fuzzy, totally fuzzy. So your logical brain and your ability to think clearly is totally messed up during these kind of energy crises. It's not even an energy crisis. It's an actual real crisis because we still have fires all around us. The one that was closest to me in my county is mostly under control. The problem is, though, when it flared up, everybody was evacuated. They were allowed to come home, and it flared up, and we got big winds, and it went, and it went hard and fast. I live on a hill. I watched it horrified. We didn't, nobody slept, worried about my neighbors and friends and family. And I just, I can't even. It's still hard. And then it went across the highway and across a river. So, you know, we have our belief systems that fires maybe not won't cross highways and they won't cross rivers, but wildfires do whatever the hell they want. And it was devastating. There was lots of homes lost, and it was horrible, horrible. And so what I found, like, energetically, because, hello, psychic cowgirl, that's what I do, people need to be heard, people need to feel cared for, people need to be supported. So if you're 
in the crisis, those are the things you need. If you are supporting people in the crisis, those are the things you can give them. So what I could give is support, understanding, caring, empathy, compassion, all those things. And don't dismiss how important that is. So, and I recruited some volunteers, and what we did did so much for our communities. And so that's where you can find a way to give back and build community. I mean, with the whole COVID situation, we all feel disconnected and displaced. And so we are all working on to build back communities, right, and build back our connections. And so in a crisis situation, that's, that's what you do. Now, if you're the one in it, I'm going to encourage you. It's incredibly hard, but I'm going to encourage you to ground your energy. Use all your grounding tools. Quick breath meditation. Breathe in calm. Breathe out your first name. Do it 27 times. Or whatever number you, feels really great to you, but do a significant amount because you need to ground your energy so you can think clearly. For those of you that are moms, being in a crisis, traumatic situation like this is similar to when you had your babies and then you had baby brain, right? Because you're so focused on the care and attention of this life that your brain is fuzzy for anything else. You all know what I mean. That is what this feels like. And so you're going to do foolish things. You're going to forget things. You're going to... Um, misplace things, don't freak out about that. Have a lot of self-compassion because that is just how it's going to go because your brain is in very much survival mode and it's going to feel messy and you're going to feel like you're an idiot sometimes and that is absolutely not true. This is where if you have a pattern of being hard on yourself, you're going to be worse to yourself and you need to stop that. You totally need to stop that. And, you know, I had a lot of those conversations with people while I've been helping them for the last five days. And the relief in their energy is huge because when you're in it, you don't realize right? You're just, you're in it. And so if you're supporting people who are in crises, you need, I don't even know if that's how you say that, but you remember that their brain and their thinking is not going to be clear and you need to help them ground their energy and support them. We're going to do a chakra balancing today because of that. Um, I haven't done any sessions with people. I haven't done any energy clearings because I've been so focused on helping my community. Um, but I might actually end up doing maybe we'll do a chakra we'll do a chakra balancing on the podcast today, and then maybe I'll do an energy clearing through Psychic Cowgirl Facebook page for Thursday. We'll see. I have to be fluid. That's the other thing. You have to be flexible, and you have to be resilient. Yes, but I want you to understand that everybody is in a hot mess, 
and they're not thinking clearly, they're defensive, they're reactive, they're pissed off, because none of this is in their control. And so if you can ground your energy and be compassionate with yourself and them, you can diffuse a lot of situations. That's mainly what I was doing, helping people feel cared for and supported. Our schools have been closed. My, my son has not gone to school in May yet because of the smoke and the wildfires everywhere. And he's in grade 12 and they have big exams. Is that stressful? 100%. But we have to deal with the reality of what's happening. So this is where you shove aside the shoulda, woulda, couldas and you ground your energy in what's really happening and what you can do about it. You can tune in, pay attention to what your body's doing. You know, I was absolutely certain that a situation popped up, and I'm like, okay, well, I cannot deal with that. I had plans on dealing with that. I was part of the de- plans for months. I'm like, I can't. I have to do this. But I couldn't shake the energy of it. And then some things happened, so still pay attention to your signs. They're coming. They're there. It's your awareness that needs to be grounded so that you can catch them and notice them. You can feel what you feel, see what you see, hear what you hear, know what you know, notice what you notice. And so I was like 100% certain that I wasn't going to have anything to do with this situation. But I couldn't shake it. And so I did what I do, and I went for a stomp in my pasture, and I mulled it over, and I dealt with the nudge, I untangled the energies of it, and I realized, oh, oh, okay. And I had to completely change my plans. And then my energy felt grounded. Um, What I would like you to do also, if you're not, like if, you're in a good space, I want you to figure out your cues of safety. So the situation I'm just talking about, I was feeling unsettled, restless, and and all these little situations and scenarios were popping in, like a lot of clairvoyance happening. And so I grounded my energy and I realized, oh, I am supposed to go deal with this. And then I felt safe. I felt grounded. I felt strong and solid. And for me, for the body intuition part, that means that's right for me. So find your cues of safety and your cues of connection and what brings you happy. So even when you're in a crisis situation, you have to find those things that still bring you joy. My kitten that when we were going through the crisis of my son being driven off a cliff and his cat passed away at that same time and we got a kitten in December. Oh, and I'm still dealing with all that trauma. Don't tell So whatever. At this point, it's, it's just, it's all a lot, but we can, we can do this. Anyways, that kitten brings me extreme joy. He's such a, he's such a little toddler. <laughs> he's just, He's a lot, but he's, like, awesome. And he's decided that he is now my farm cat. And he follows me when I go check cows or check the horses or doing chores. And sometimes I have to, like, dude, 
I have to outsmart him and send him a different direction so I can go around because I don't want him to get chased or stepped on. It's adorable. But it helps me to focus on something else to shift my energy when I'm in the overwhelmed state. Does that make sense to you all? You need to find those cues of things or those situations that you're like, okay. You know, I always use my cows as an example when I'm feeling like, I'm not exercising enough and I feel sludgy and fat, and you know that energy we get into, my cows will get out so I have to run around and chase them and focus on them. Like, thanks, ladies. But it's entertaining to me because then I call it cowgirl aerobics. But pay attention because the universe does have your back, even when you feel like it doesn't. And find those cues or those pay attention to the signs, the symbols, the things that are happening. I was chatting with my mom yesterday, and I have a bird that I love. I love the song of this bird. I don't know what kind of bird it is, but I know when I hear that sound, it's one of my cues that everything's going to be okay, kind of like finding dimes. And I was talking to my mom, and I am very stressed about this situation because she's displaced still, and that bird was right I don't even know where the bird was, but the song was so close that we could all hear it. And so it immediately shifted my energy. And that's what you want. You want to be aware enough of yourself and your environment to know the things that will shift your energy into something hopeful, faith, because if we're in that energy of despair, extreme stress, anger, frustration, It's not conducive to problem-solving all the time. Sometimes it is, because sometimes you have to get angry in order to shift. I know, right? If everything was a straight line, it would be simpler, but it wouldn't be so. We wouldn't like it, because we'd get bored, so go with this. Oh, the other thing I did is I actually answered telemarketer calls just to vent out some frustration. Was it the kindest thing I could do? No, but did it feel good? A hundred percent. I texted my group chat ladies to say, this is what I'm doing today to vent my frustrations. Highly recommend it. And one of them said, I did that the other day at Costco. (laughs) Find, feel what you're feeling and find ways to deal with it. And they may not all be pretty and kind, but you know what? Life is not pretty and kind all the time. Figure out your ways. My new little bull that I bought got that got delivered early because, I mean, as a rancher, a farmer, we're dealing with so much other stuff. We're still in a drought situation, which obviously is the reason we're having wildfires everywhere. And so my bull got delivered early, and I was concerned about that. But he's adorable. I'm convincing him that me petting him is, is safe and okay. So far, I've got to pet him about five times, so, like, I'm hopeful, people. And it may seem like a small joy, but you need to do those small joys to get you through crisis situations. And the other stuff. I cried in my shower yesterday. I had to release it. And then I went to work. And did what I do best. I'm pretty much part of the crisis team for our county because I'm good. And then find a way to vent it separately. Have those conversations. 
talk to people, create the connection. Because in this crisis situation, what people are really craving is connection, to feel safe, heard, understood. If you can give that to people, do it. If you need it, find people that can help you with that. It's a stressful, crazy world we live in, and we need to find ways to get through it. And so grounding yourself, doing that breath meditation, doing the breathe in, one, two, three, four, breathe out, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, gently, slowly. Kind of hard, though, because our air quality here, I mean, (laughs) but if you're not dealing with the crisis situation that we are, practice that one because that can be your go-to, right? You need to find your tools and tips and tricks and have them in your toolbox and practice them so when you're in a mess, you've got them. Does that make sense? It's the whole reason that I'm doing Mindful Mondays. Well, not the whole reason. There's so many reasons why we're doing Mindful Mondays. And I'm going to try to expand that to other places because it's working. Yeah. Um, Since I'm in the wildfire scenario, I'm going to tell you all, check your sprinklers. Check your garden hoses. Make sure they have no leaks. Make sure you have sprinklers. If you can have sprinklers for every tap or water situation that you have on your place, because putting sprinklers on roofs, I'm going to tell you, the wildfire went crazy in my county, and they saved a lot of the houses. They did lose three, but they saved a lot. And totally devastated for the people that did lose and doing what I can, you know, supporting them financially with all the GoFundMes and things. When those things happen, watch for fake ones and real ones. Make sure you vet everything. Because we're in a crisis, there's people trying to take advantage, and it's horrible. And I'm also doing a lot of that, helping people figure out if it's if the messages, emails, texts they're getting is legit or fake. which frustrates the heck out of me because we're already in a crisis situation. And if you're taking advantage, I hope karma gets you. And so in that tone, you know what I'm finding too? Empathy is being used as a weapon. Now, as you, if you've been listening, you know I'm dealing with my son's accident in December, and we are on a crusade, a mission, let's call it a mission, for emergency services that was involved in this to do better, because they didn't do the best job ever. And it's a process, and it's long, and it's tedious, and I understand that. Actually, I have to return a call that happened during all of this that I just couldn't deal with them. And so we ended up having a meeting, and it was very clear who was understanding of our situation and who wasn't. And who wasn't was a director of emergency services, and he is not a good human being. And at one point, so there was no empathy given to us 
whose children were in that accident. We got yelled at. There was no caring support or concern by emergency services. None. Nada. Until the paramedics, when they were allowed to do their job. And when they were allowed to do their job is a key thing in this. And so that was one of our questions in this meeting. And you know what that director did? He said to us that we should have had more empathy for his people because they might have had children and were feeling upset about this situation themselves. That is using empathy as a weapon. I had to ground my energy. I'm sure my eyes changed color and I'm sure there were sparks. But I had to calm down my people. And I was like, wow. So the same group of people are involved in this wildfire situation. And I've heard them on their Facebook Live using that. You need to feel empathy for the firefighters that don't belong, like, you know, are away from their homes and families and they're worried about their places. Yes, I do agree. But the problem is, They're not giving empathy to us. So you expect us to give you empathy, and you're not being reciprocal. You're using it as a weapon and excuse. That is 100% unacceptable. Right? I know. That is what they're doing. That same man who tried that tactic with us that wasn't flying, it did not work, and he was mad about it. He started spilling stuff he probably shouldn't have then because we weren't buying his bullshit at all. He also laughed at those kids that were in that accident. He laughed at them. There is not one cell in that man's being that has any empathy or compassion for fellow humans, and he's the director of emergency services. Am I going after him? 100%. I'll figure out how to do it. If anyone has any tools and tips and tricks for me for that, I would appreciate that. Because now we're in another situation that he's in charge of, and he's pulling the same stunts, and it's horrible. Horrible. And it's a manipulation, and it's evil. Doing what I do, I've encountered evil. Just part of the deal, right? That, it's horrifying. So, you know, being in that room with him when he's doing that? Yeah. What it did, though, is make me more creative. And so I'm also going to encourage you, when you're feeling frustration, anger, totally legit feelings, feel what you feel, find a way to funnel that. I'm actually finding a way to funnel this, and I'm going to take care of some business that needs to be taken care of. And I'm going to encourage you to do that. It's not that sometimes you need to get mad. In my reverend lessons, that's one of the big lessons that I share with people. Not one of the big, there was tons, but one of them. Sometimes you have to get on people's level, anger, yelling, screaming, in order to get your point across. It doesn't mean every time, but sometimes. And so knowing yourself 
and being in tune and aware, that's how you know when it's appropriate and when it's not. And it's not easy, guys. It really isn't. But life is not easy, right? And so if you, you know, need any insights into your own energies about this, this is why you book a soul session with me. I'm good. I'm good at reading energies. I'm good at untangling things. I'm just good. It took me a lot of years to recognize that that was my stellar skill. That's why me being part of this crisis, I'm good at it. I'm good at listening. I'm good at untangling. I'm good at problem solving. And I use all my tools. Okay, so it's getting to at the half hour mark. So let's do our chakra balancing because, man, do I need it. So, I just, I, I'm going to do the pre-record one because it's easier for my energies. Okay, and it's a 24-minute one. So, okay. So, thank you for listening. Big hugs. We can support each other. And I will let you all know when I'm booking sessions and appointments again. And let's let's help each other. Big hugs. As you become aware of your breathing, just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to appreciate your breath. Then, let's take three big deep breaths as deeply as you can. As you begin to release, and let go. These are the breaths that signal it's time to go within. As your normal natural breathing begins to occur, allow the sense of imagining a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around your body, around your head, neck, and shoulders. And as with every breath, as this breeze continues to move gently around your body, you gently and easily begin to release and let go, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Across the upper back, circling around through your chest, a warm and nurturing feeling as this breeze continues to comfort you. Down both arms, hands, and fingers as you release and let go. Just letting go now. And with every breath you take, you may begin to wonder, are you breathing the breeze or is the breeze breathing you? With every breath, the breeze continues circling around through your mid-back and around through your solar plexus. Every breath taking you deeper and deeper into relaxation and comfort. This gentle sensation of the warm, 
balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through your abs. Release and letting go. Becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. The breeze continues moving around your body, around your thighs, knees, calves, ankles, and around through your feet. Now and with every breath becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease. So that now at five, four, three, two, one, zero, deeply, deeply relaxed, deeply relaxed. Begin to notice your connection to the earth and earth energy. Allow it to stabilize and ground you. Also, notice your connection to the energy of the universe. Allow yourself to open and receive the light. Imagine that light coming from above in a tunnel-like, cone-like light of pure positive energy. A stream that flows down through you, flowing within you and all around you. Imagine that this light cleanses and clears, taking away all old energy, like washing away dust, dirt and debris, releasing all that is no longer needed or wanted. Moving it right out of the body and mind, letting all the old, the past and the blocks, the stoppages go, cleanse and clear, cleanse and clear, let it all go, once and for all, let it all go. Now, bring your attention to the base of your spine and the lower pelvis. Notice this area as your first chakra. Like a light ball of energy, and the color of this light is red. This chakra represents survival, physical health, sexuality, and security. Notice how you feel in this part of your body. Maintaining a steady flow of breathing as you bring to this chakra the energy of the earth, the energy of the universe, cleaning and releasing any tension. This first chakra is associated with the quality of stability. Remember how you feel in your body when you are stable. Imagine the sensations around being connected to the feeling of stability. How do you visualize stability? Let yourself be absorbed in the feeling of stability. Imagine your first chakra simply absorbing the quality and energies of stability. Focus on this first chakra. Ask the light to send stability to your first chakra. 
imagine yourself projecting stability and expressing stability in the world. Visualize yourself in perfect health, balanced with a sense of well-being. Imagine yourself in complete comfort with your sexuality, at ease in your life and secure. I'm just going to give you about a minute to soak in this energy. Nice. I'm energetically supporting you through this whole process. Now let's go to our second chakra. Focus on the area of your abdomen. Sense the light ball of energy that is orange. Notice how you feel in this part of your body. This is the area of your body when sensuality Moods and emotions are managed by the energy of the second chakra. Maintain a steady flow of breathing as you bring the energy of the earth and the energy of the universe to this area of your body. Cleanse and clear, release and clear, filling the chakra with the vibrancy of the color orange. The second chakra is associated with the quality spontaneity. Remember how you feel when you are spontaneous. How do you imagine spontaneity? Imagine sensations around being connected to the feeling of being spontaneous. Focus again on your second chakra. Let yourself be absorbed in this feeling of spontaneity. Ask the light to send the quality of spontaneity to your second chakra and imagine projecting that spontaneity energy into the world as you imagine yourself free, playful, at ease, and natural. I'm just going to give you a minute to absorb all that energy and then project it out for yourself. you feel, see what you see, hear what you hear, know what you know. There's no way to do this wrong, and I'm supporting you all the way. Excellent. Okay, now let's move up to our third chakra. As you begin to focus on your solar plexus, the diaphragm, this is your third chakra, where you direct upon and determine your environment, 
You take charge and create. The color of this light ball of energy is yellow. Notice how you feel in this part of your body. Maintain a steady flow of breathing as you bring the energy of the earth and the universe to this area of your body. Cleanse and clear. Release any tension. Fill the third chakra with the vibrancy of the color yellow. This third chakra is associated with your power. What do you sense about your own power? Imagine the sensation of creatively expressing your power in the world. Let the feeling of your own power be absorbed and feel your power direct your life with confidence the way you want it to be. The third chakra now absorbs the fullness of your power. Feel it, know it, be it. move up to your fourth chakra as you turn your attention to your chest area. You may notice that this light ball of energy is green. This is your fourth chakra which represents love, compassion, and wisdom. Notice how you feel in your chest area. Maintain your steady flow of breathing as you bring the energy of the earth and the universe to this part of your body. Feel what you feel. Know what you know. You got this. Cleanse and clear. No way to do this wrong. Release any tension. Fill the fourth chakra with the vibrancy of the color green. This fourth chakra is associated with the quality of joy. Imagine the sensations around being connected to joy. Where do you notice joy in your life and how do you express it in the world? Let this feeling of joy fill you. Be open to receiving this energy and see yourself easily and effortlessly giving and receiving joy. Be aware of the value of yourself, of love and wisdom. Ask the light to send joy to the fourth chakra and become aware of the fourth chakra's deep well-being filled with love, being filled with joy. Just soak in that energy right now. I'll give you a few moments. Now, let's go to our fifth chakra. As you turn your attention next to your throat area, 
Notice the light ball of energy that is blue. This is your fifth chakra, representing your communication abilities with others. Notice how you feel in this area of your throat. Maintain a steady flow of breathing as you bring the energy of the earth and the universe to this part of your body. Cleanse and clear, releasing any tension. Fill your fifth chakra with the vibrancy of the color blue. Soak that in. The fifth chakra's quality is authenticity. Imagine the sensations flowing through you associated with authenticity. Where do you notice authenticity in your life? How do you express it in the world? Let the feeling of being authentic fill you. Imagine yourself communicating easily, effortlessly, and effectively. As the fifth chakra becomes filled with the radiant light of authenticity, free-flowing and clear, soak this in. I'll give you a few moments to really feel this energy. You got this. that in. Nice. Now, let's move up to our sixth chakra. Move your concentration to the top of the vertebral column, right inside your head. This is the sixth chakra, which oversees your mind, your imagination, and your ability to see with clarity and perspective. This one's about your inner knowing. Become aware of the light ball of energy that is purple. Notice how you feel in this area of your body. Maintain a steady flow of your breathing as you bring the light energy of the universe and the energy of the earth to this part of your body. Cleanse and clear. Release any tension. Fill the sixth chakra with the vibrancy of the color purple. The quality of this sixth chakra is certainty. Imagine the sensations of certainty flowing through you. Where do you notice certainty in your life? How do you express certainty in your world? Allow this feeling of being certain to fill you. Imagine yourself clear, without confusion, no hesitation, and acknowledge yourself as someone who knows what they know, with clear vision, feeling, inner knowing, someone who is able to create with imagination and go forward in your life, creating with certainty and confidence. 
Let the vibrancy of the color purple be brilliant in your sixth chakra. Ask the light to send certainty to your sixth chakra. And I'm going to give you a few moments just to soak in that energy completely and easily. Now, bring your attention and concentration to the area right over the top of your head. This is the seventh chakra, and it allows for your spiritual energy, your spiritual being. The color is white. And this is the chakra that connects you with the universe. Notice how you feel in this area. Maintain a steady flow of breathing as you bring the light energy of the universe through this area, cleanse and clear, release any tension. Release any feelings of separation and solitude. Fill this seventh chakra with this pure white light. And let this light ball of energy grow in intensity. Feel what you feel. The quality of this seventh chakra is communion. How do you express communion in the world? Where do you notice communion in your life? As you feel the chakra, let it nourish your spiritual self. Get in touch with belonging here on earth, your purpose, your knowingness, and your pure intuition. Ask the white light to send the quality of communion to your seventh chakra and enjoy the harmony of trusting yourself. And once again now, focus on your heart, to put your hands on your heart, and accept with love that you are now fully attuned and aligned. You are fully attuned and aligned. Feeling safe feeling confident, feeling connected to your inner wisdom. And now, I'd like you to visualize or imagine yourself at the top of your staircase, that symbolic staircase, with all the chakras balanced and cleansed and cleared as we deepen and reinforce, beginning with your left foot, Visualize or imagine going down those beautiful, safe, secure steps. 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11. Feeling safe, feeling secure, feeling confident. 10, 9, 8. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. 
feeling strong, feeling empowered. Any and all negatives have long ago dissipated. As you enter this positive domain, you can sense your energy has been purified, your chakras have been enhanced on all levels of mind and body activity. Everything is working together now for your positive benefit and forward movement in your life. Feel what you feel, know what you know, see what you see, hear what you hear. You got this. You are cleansed, you are cleared, you will go forward with confidence, clarity, security, empowerment, communion, and love. As we come up and out of this journey for today, with everything reinforced and you're feeling cleansed, purified, and ready for your day, I'm going to count from zero to five as we come up and out. Zero, one, two, three, four. Eyes open, wide awake, say your first name out loud if you need to. Eyes open, wide awake, say your first name out loud. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y... C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L dot com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.